Welcome to the EAT Podcast. It's episode number 33. I'm your host, Jerry. Tonight, we got an impromptu interview with the CEO of GGII, Hempaco, Sandro Pianconi. He's a very good friend of the program. He's been on the show once before in a setting like this. Also, we've had him at the Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference as well. And we're going to bring him back on the stream. He announced a big deal yesterday, and he's got some other updates for us as well. We're going to touch base on what the company's been up to and where they're going. So let me bring Sandro onto the stream. Sandro, how are you, buddy? I'm excellent, Jerry. How are you? Good evening. Uh, good good evening, evening to all your listeners. Good evening. So yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a hot minute. Uh, last time we got together, we got together at the uh, Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference in New York City uh, in October. And since then, I got to thank you. Honestly, I think that. Um, Having the access that I had with you and the interviews that we did over those two days and everything that I did for myself at the podcast, it opened up some doors for me with Benzinga. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but Benzinga had me on their uh, Benzinga live show. We had their executive producer at Benzinga TV, Spencer Israel, came on the show. Uh, I've had some discussions about possibly doing some employment with them down the road with my journalism background. And uh, I got to thank you for it because I think that the interviews that we did and the the stuff that we put out there about your company and the back and forth we had, I think was a big uh, catalyst for it. So I want to well, thank you was, for that right off the bat. Oh, well, that was awesome. It was awesome to meet you in person. That was a great show. Oh yeah. And if I remember correctly, we dropped the big bomb on that day too, uh, yes. which was our JV with uh, Rick Ross and uh, our new brand together, Hemp Hop. So yep. uh, this is like a, an occurring theme that uh, now <laughs> Now we dropped another big bomb uh, with, uh, I would say, the godfathers of cannabis. And yep. uh, you're the first interview. We, we're going to talk about it. We're, we're going to have more next week. But uh, at least today, you're the first uh, uh, one that we, or the first interview. I love it. I, I love the, uh, I love that you reached out. I, I did reach out. I did reach out to you for, uh, for New Year's. And I said, you know, happy holidays. Hope everything's going good. We'd love to get you back on the show. We're going to do season two in January and February. And I didn't hear back for a while. And I was like, all right, maybe he didn't get my email. Maybe he's a little busy. Maybe they're in a quiet period. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then you came, you know, my the email opened up yesterday with you in it. And I was like, oh, all right, bingo. He's back. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, so uh, exciting news. We've been working on it for a, a few months now. Uh, if you remember, you asked me how we met Rick Ross, if you remember that story. Yep. And uh, I told you how that happened. And uh, almost the same, right? We were, um, you know, introduced by a broker. So, uh, you know, it's not that we're friends with Cheech and Chong. We'd love to say we are, but we're not. Uh, it was introduced by a broker. Uh, he asked us if we'd be interested in looking at the uh, possibility of doing a deal. We were. Uh, he set up a call with uh, their CEO, Jonathan Black, and uh, Paris Chong, uh, who's Tommy Chong's son. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a call. We explained what we were doing and uh, what where we saw the market going and why we believed uh, the next big thing is uh, hemp smokables. Uh, they liked everything they heard. And of course, like anything else, they said, uh, send me samples. And the, and the CEO said, send them to Paris. He's the expert. 
uh, which we did. We sent one of the VIP boxes like I've sent to you. Yep. Uh, they received it. He loved it. And then two days later called and said, let's do a deal. Uh, so the, the you know, proof was in the pudding. They loved the product. And uh, we've been working on uh, special blends, special uh, flavorings. As you know, Cheech and Chong, uh, they're, they're brands in the cannabis space. So they have them all over the U.S. Yep. Uh, by different states, right? But that's cannabis. The, the great thing about our product is once the product's made and ready to ship, we can ship it anywhere in the 50 states or anywhere around the world uh, where hemp smokables are, are legal and hemp paper blunts. So we're excited about that. I read the I read the press release and I mean it seems like it's a, a perfect collaboration for you guys and, and the next thing I mean partnering up with that duo it's a 50-50 partnership creating hemp blunt smoking papers hemp CBD cigarettes all under their Cheech and Chong brand you're going to be also premiering the Cheech and Chong wrapped vending machines at the Las Vegas TPE show I saw that as well in the uh, the press release Yeah so that's uh exciting right uh so it's a hemp cigarette, you can make it uh, as fancy as you want. Uh, you can change the CBD levels. You can add terpenes. So uh, their group, Cheech and Chong, and their group are coming up with special formulations, uh, things that they would normally do in the cannabis space, but we're bringing it to the hemp space. And we'll be launching those brands, those flavors there. And then, of course, we have uh, the CBD, uh, the Cheech and Chong vending machine with uh, commercials, posters, things of them in there. Uh, people excited, they'll be want to take pictures of it. So exciting stuff. And we're happy to be launching it at uh, the TPE show. It's the largest tobacco show in the United States, uh, Tobacco Products Expo. Uh, but the evolution, I've been going now for 12 years. So, you know, when I first used to go, it was just tobacco and cigarettes and then changed a little bit to uh, cigars and then, it changed to hookah, and then mm -hmm. it went to see vapes, and then vapes got out, and then and then last year uh, they could have called it the Delta Eight show, the D Eight show, uh, and then this year it's a mix of all those things. So we're going to be introducing that. We have people from all over the world go on and show it. So that's great. It's it's uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I, next year hopefully I could uh, swing by Vegas for one of these uh, these conferences. I mean, when when we were at the uh, Benzinga one, I got invited to Vegas. There was the biggest one was uh, the week after that that conference that we went to in New York City. And if I could have planned it right, definitely would have been there for that one or this one next week. So now that I know that these things happen and when they're going to happen and where they're going to happen, I'm going to try and plan to. Uh, to get out there and get some well, interviews. Well, I'll give you a list. We, we just planned out our, our trade shows for the year. We have approximately 12 trade shows that we're going to oh, be beautiful. exhibiting at all over the U.S. So a lot in Vegas. So from Vegas to Florida to in between North Carolina, Atlanta, um, Texas. So we're going to be all over beautiful. all over the U.S. And we have some international shows planned. Oh, that's great. All right. So. Last time we spoke, the Rick Ross news dropped, and you know that had that had a, a great effect on the uh, stock price and the mojo with everyone getting involved and all that. I saw uh, some pictures of you and Jorge actually having uh, dinner or cocktails or a meeting at, at I guess it's Rick's mansion or at, at a big table with a fireplace. Yeah. So so what <laughs> happened was you know we signed a deal in October at Bazinga. Mm -hmm. uh, we were working on uh, different flavors, different flavor profiles. Uh, we were doing a photo shoot. So we had the artwork. We had what we was going to look at like. So uh, me and my team flew out there. Me, Jorge, Lou, Carlo, we all flew out. We met with James Lindsay. We met with Rick Ross. 
at his estate. His estate is in Atlanta. It's the old Evander Holyfield uh, home. It's 42,000 square feet. Uh, Sounds we impressive. did different pictures. So outside, inside, in the back, all over. And then after the photo shoot and uh, we made a commercial, then we went to uh, his office where we are looking at different flavorings and he chose the flavors he wants, change this, change that, add a little bit more. So we'll be, we'll be announcing the flavors that uh, we came up with and the brands that we're going to be launching. Yeah. One of the big, uh, one of the big questions on Twitter as I was uh, prepping for the show was when should we expect the hemp hop products to be available? Uh, is that soon? Is that, you know, tomorrow? Is that something you're going to be? Yeah. So at the TPE, at the TPE show, we're going to be showing the product. We're going to be taking, uh, orders for wholesale, uh, retail will probably be about another 30 days. We, the plan was we were going to launch at a Super Bowl party here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a Super Bowl party. We were working to get Rick Ross to play there. Uh, it was going to be a big, big deal. And then because of, uh, California and their COVID restrictions, the party got canceled. So hey, let, me, let me ask you about COVID. So, I mean, obviously you guys have a, your facility, 50,000 square feet. You've told us before on the show, you guys have a crew working there. Has COVID affected manufacturing? I mean, obviously COVID affected the conference scene where when we went to Benzinga, it was the first one in a while where it was back in person. But now that we're kind of quote unquote out of it or coming out of it, did COVID really hurt you guys? Or was that something that you guys managed to get through? Okay. Well, we got through it because we're entrepreneurs. We don't take no for an answer. And so uh, we're essential in California. If you if you supply dispensaries, you are what's called essential. So you got to work. Uh, we had some bouts of it where someone would get sick. The good thing is everyone didn't get sick at the same time. So maybe some people got sick. They stayed home there 10 days and then the next set got sick. But uh, knock on wood, we've been open since uh since March of 2020, we haven't stopped working every day. We're up at 5 a.m. when we go to work. And uh, yeah, so it has not stopped us. A little bit of delays in the supply chain, okay. but nothing to, you know, nothing to write. You know, we, we get through it. Okay. Uh, some other questions from Twitter that, that were out there uh, as I was prepping for this. Someone's asking if you guys are still producing for Hemp Town. So yes, uh, Hemptown, we did uh, their research and development. We did their first run. So we start making product for them. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, they they are looking for other products, maybe something we can't handle. They might make somewhere else, but if now we're, we're their uh, supplier of choice. Okay. A uh, couple, of, couple of months ago, you guys announced a deal with Tanger Outlets, placing some of your vending machines there. Initially, it seemed like uh, it was a pilot program where only a few locations and a few machines were going to be available. Has that expanded? Has that worked out well? What can you tell us about that? So it has not expanded. It's still, it wasn't that long ago we put out the press release. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's it's still in its test uh, pilot uh, program there. And Tangiers has about 32 malls, outlet center. So there's two kiosks out there now. You know, we like to put them out. We like to see 90 days where it goes. And then from there, uh, either move the kiosks around or start uh, adding more malls to it. So we're going to have a lot, a lot, a lot of news coming out in the next 90 days about kiosks and where we're placing them. And so we would love to come back on the show and explain that. that okay. Those were the first, but the first of many. Okay. You guys recently announced a joint venture with a collaboration with Josh Kesselman and HBI International. 
It's a deal that has you guys developing and manufacturing hemp-wrapped smokable rolling paper in a variety of flavors, such as cherry, mango, grape, and lemon. The initial rollout of Skunk brand products sold out in basically three hours. I mean, that was, that was great. How, uh, how is that going since then? So uh, better than expected, over the moon, if people know who Raw is. I'm sure most of your listeners do, and if they don't, they should go get educated. Uh, they're, they're the largest uh, rolling paper company in the world. Uh, so they, they sell in Europe, they sell in Canada, uh, in the US, the Raw brand is the premier brand uh, for smokable papers. Uh, they're sold everywhere. So in dispensaries to 7-Eleven, you can find raw papers everywhere. This is one of their brands that we do uh, product for. So uh, when we made the announcement, that was probably our second or third truckload. And uh, we got more to come, more press releases to come about HBI. We have a great relationship with them. Okay. You guys also signed a deal with Stick It a month or two ago, setting up a joint factory uh, with operations expected to begin in January of 2022. Uh, is, is that uh, factory up and running? Is it you know still being built? So that's one of the up? things, supply chain, that's backed up a little bit because of COVID for the equipment. So the, the technology, and you saw it in, the, there was a picture of it. Uh, technology is, the patent is out of Israel. So Israel, is there a technology there? They actually make product now in Spain. It's sold all over Europe. And we're building the factory here in the United States uh, in partnership with them to roll out a stick it both in uh, the United States and Mexico. It's an exciting, exciting uh, product uh, that we're happy to be partners with Eli and his group. Okay. And um, so obviously Rick Ross, you know, Cheech and Chong, those are some big names in, in Hollywood, big time celebrities. I know right away, everyone sees the press release drop with Rick and they're like, hey, what's next? Now everyone sees the press release drop with Cheech and Chong and it's like, all right, great. Hey, what's next? Everyone's in a rush. Are there any other discussions with celebrities that are, I know you can't tell us exactly who, or maybe you can, but are there any other discussions with celebrities in the, uh, the pipeline? Yeah. So, so we, we look at it differently, right? We uh, it's not just a celebrity, right? That's, that's not what we're looking for. We're, we're looking for a true partner, a mm. partner who wants to build a business. Uh, we've gotten offers all the time for different, uh, different celebrities, different uh, rock stars, different. So we could pay them a select, we could pay them an upfront fee. That's not what we're interested in. We're interested in a partner that uh, designs the brand, builds the brands, a partner with us. They understand long-term uh, wealth and, and equity in the company. So all these people are our partners, okay? Mm -hmm. So anyone listening should understand when they're a shareholder is that all these partners are in with us for the long term. So what does that mean? It takes time to build a brand. I, I've said this to, with you on the show from the first day I met you. Yep. Uh, you know, everyone wants to know something quick and something. Well, no, it takes time to build a great company and a great brand. And the shareholders that are in need to be patient and be with us to do it. And if, if they don't want to be, then there's other companies they can invest in. But with ours, it takes time. Our partners are true partners. Uh, that they're in there. So are there other celebrities? You know, we're talking to different groups, but they have to be a true partner in the sense of it's their brand. We're partners, we're manufacturing it, we're distributing it, but they own equity in the company. So that's different than us just going out and signing celebrities and paying for them to uh, put a tweet out or put a, you know, on TikTok or something. It's like, that's not what we're doing. 
Yeah, and there's plenty of companies like that that are doing that. And then you see you see the TikTok or the tweet come out from the big time celebrity with uh, you know the product or company well, they're they're partnered up with, and then all of a well, sudden three months later it goes away, like the deal fell through or the deal is over. Well, you, or they paid them fifty grand or a hundred yeah, grand and nothing happened, and then they stopped paying them. Yeah, that's, that's that. We we build the company for long term. Okay. Uh, obviously, another big question is share structure. Last time you uh, you came on in this setting where we had the one to one. The share structure was discussed, and your words, I'm going to paraphrase, was the share structure is what it is because it allows us to do the deals that you're seeing us do. It's basically in my own words. Um, and obviously, everyone's still concerned about the share structure, but are there any plans for any buybacks, cancellations, or even any issuances of more shares? So there are no plans. And as I told you on the show last time, my exact words were they need to focus on the float and the number of shares they own. Okay, the market trades, they can buy and trade their shares. The The majority of the shares are the group that we merged in Hempaco to. Uh, so we're locked up and the people that own their shares, they can buy and sell. It's the float they need to be worried about. Uh, we deal with it on a different level when we're talking to investment bankers and large term investors is the market cap with the amount of shares. But the investor that's coming in and coming out every day, they need to focus on shares they own and the float. They don't need to worry about uh, the outstanding shares. A lot of people talk about it. They want they want it to be, what's the right word? They want a, a reduction. There's two ways to reduce it. You could do a reverse split, but that doesn't change anything. They still own the same percentage or they want us to magically give back shares, I think is is what they want. But yep. we if they can give back the same amount of shares we do, but that's what's called a reverse split. So same thing. And also, um, there were when you guys did the deals you guys have done, there's been some restricted shares that have been issued. Uh, are those coming up soon? Are those shares going to be unrestricted? Or what, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, so it's the same that was the it's it's a year after the S1 is approved. So the S1 uh, is being done and the audit's being finished. So when that's done, it's a year from that date. So uh, if they're looking for more shares coming out in the float, they could worry about a year after the S1 is done. Okay. And last so time obviously that says that uh, myself and my management team and our investors are in it for the long haul. And also last time you were on, we discussed, uh, you know, an audit and getting everything in order for a potential uh, OTCQB uplist. Where are we with that? Yep. So working on it, that's one of our goals for the first quarter of 2022. Uh, audit being done and S1 being filed. Okay. And then once it's filed, then it's out of our control. Then we're, we're waiting for the SEC to approve it. Okay. Uh, someone is asking about a you got a few months back, you guys had a uh, joint venture with Canadian LP. I'm not sure what that is. If you know what that is, is there an update on that? Uh, so we, we've done what we're doing. We just can't announce it yet. So at some point when when they allow us to, we would put out a press release. Okay, and also someone's asking about the Suzo Hap deal. Is that still going on, or did that end? Yep. So they're they're based in Las Vegas. They are a uh, distributor of ours. Uh, they're working on uh, different deals for us to put machines in casinos uh, yes. and other locations. So that contract is in force, and we're working. It's just a slow. They battle the same things we do with COVID and other and other areas. So more some areas are closed down more than others but they will be making announcements as we put them into locations. Okay. Um, also just, I, I, people want to know when more news is coming. So 
obviously the big Cheech and Chong news just came. We TPE is next week. What what is uh the, and obviously at Benzinga you guys made a big announcement. Will you be making another big announcement in the next couple of days? And if you are, can you tell us what it is? Well, yeah. So the the one I can tell you is very simple because it was already pre-announced in the Cheech and Chong. We have a press release going out that we're exhibiting at the TPE show. We're talking about what the TPE show is about. We're talking about uh, invitations to master distributors and distributors. So people that want to come visit the show, we will take care of their badges and get them into the show. Uh, we're going to talk about all that in the press release is what we're, we're putting out there. And then January will be a big month for news and people just have to uh, wait until it comes out because obviously I can't tell that now it would be insider trading so yeah uh, the news I can't put out is that we're going to be at the trade show but that's more of an it's a press release slash invite okay. to the people that matter right the 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 master distributors the distributors the buyers from convenience stores that's what's important okay um uh, also I gotta ask you so Rick Ross and Cheech and Chong when are you gonna get them on the show with me because I would love to discuss i would love to discuss their side of the deal with you as long as you know uh, you know how they can whatever they can discuss but i'd love to well, hear their side of things if if you were at the trade show yeah. uh next week uh there, gotta, there should be some surprises there so I gotta, I gotta go tell my boss that i i gotta get on a plane and go to vegas i don't know if she's gonna allow that but uh <laughs> yeah uh so we'll see uh you know everyone's busy everyone's doing their thing everyone has their different schedules uh, and we'll do it. You know, our, we're focused on uh, building their brand, manufacturing the best product and distributing it worldwide. And and that's what here's the great thing about the Cheech and Chong uh, deal that we did. Uh, what's interesting is no matter what age group you talk to. Right. You could talk to an 80 year old uh, person and they know who Cheech and Chong are. They can even quote, you know, different things from the movies. To yep. people our age know who they are, yep. and then you can talk to 18, 20, 21 year olds, and they know who they are. So that's kind of exciting, and it they are the they are the godfathers of this industry, right? They, when you talk they, about cannabis, they have a huge social media following. I mean, I think I saw 12 million people is who they reach out to across their platforms. And some of their videos when they put out uh, are getting 100 million views. So that that's, that will be kicking off next week. Uh, but that's, you know, from their side is what hey, they, is what they do. Not to get into the, you know, deep inner workings of, of your deals, but when you make a deal with say Rick Ross or Cheech and Chong, is there a time limit on these deals? Is this, is this a joint venture for say X years, one, two, or is this going to no. be going on until you, yeah, you it, I mean, it's public notice. We, we, yeah, we put them out there. It's, it's a corporation that's set up their shareholders. And so as long as the business is generating and it's working, it, you know, could stay in business a hundred years, or it could be. A, we could sell it to someone; they could buy it. We could buy their half, but yeah, they're they're partners with us, so there it doesn't run out. There isn't a clock; where it runs out. Okay, that so that would that you know, I get some comments about that. That reassures some of the uh, shareholders and the investors, thinking, "Hey, we've seen other companies in OTC or other companies in general make a a deal with somebody, and yeah, the plan might be to sell out or sell the company down the line, but th there's a clock running on that deal as well, and you know." Yeah, there's no clock there. There are partners. And so we're both in it to build uh, a, a long, enduring, the best brands in the industry, in the world. And and now what this does is the first deal with Rick Ross, the second deal is that all of these uh, 
all of these people now, other celebrities, other large companies uh, see what we're doing. Uh, and then it just brings more, more, more deals to the table. There's a question in the live chat asking, does, uh, I'll, I'll paraphrase that question, but do the deals that you guys uh, have with Rick Ross and or Cheech and Chong, do you have it in the deals that they have to promote the company, whether it's on you know tweets or TikTok or Instagram or any of their social media? Are they required? I mean, obviously they're a 50-50 owner, so it's in their best interest to talk about the company because, hey, they own half of it. But are there you know stipulations where they have to do some stuff on uh, certain dates and times? Yeah, so I'm reading the question. That's not technically what it says. It's asking. I made it nice. I mean. (laughs) Here's here's what it says. It it, it asks us, are they required to push the stock PGII, right? So here's what they're, they're incentivized to build the company and build the brand, okay? So again, they're in it for the long term and their job is to sell product, right? That's our job is to sell product. So when uh, the brands are out and released every day, they'll be promoting it. They'll be driving traffic to the websites to sell product. Our partnership is to sell products, not to sell stock. The stock will take care of itself as we execute the program. But I understand day traders, that's what they want to hear, but we're in it for the long term. Okay. I, I tried to word it nicely where we didn't go that route, but I mean, you know, all right. Yeah. People. Well, there, again, there's not a contract that. Yeah, there's not a contract they need to tweet about it. There's a contract to build a company together, and we both do what it takes to build a company. Okay. All right. Um, anything else you want to tell us about before we uh, we wrap it up? I mean, obviously, we're doing 25 minutes. We could go for an hour and 25 minutes if the chat if the chat fires up. But uh, I got to all my questions, and, and you, you know. Yeah, no, we're, I'm, we're I'm excited about the TPE show. If any of your listeners, uh, either they be shareholders potential shareholders, uh, potential JV partners, uh, supermarkets, convenience stores, distributors are in the Las Vegas area or want to come to the Las Vegas area. Uh, what they want to do is come in, right? What we want to do is have them come to the show. They can uh, DM me, uh, go to my Twitter, and we'll arrange a badge for them to come see us. Okay. And just to keep you up with the, what the chat says, that person who asked that question before says, thanks for the answer. I'm an invested bag holder, not a day trader. And it's 25 below in Minnesota. <laughs> well, it's like 14 in New York right now. And I know you're well, in you're in San, sunny San Diego. 72 degrees, <laughs> but then he should come to Las Vegas <laughs> next week. It's probably going to be 80 degrees. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I'm, I'm here in New York shoveling out of three inches of snow. And we got another storm coming. <laughs> awesome awesome well again jerry thank you so much for inviting us on thank you for your listeners to give us their time uh we know it's important hopefully uh we gave them insight on the company on the press release we did we answered all their questions um in the proper way that uh we look at it from our side uh we're investors also okay yes, so we are. look at it from from that but we're long-term investors and that's how we look at it and you know, people chuckle when I say this, but you only lose money on your stock when you sell it. As long as you believe it and stay with the company, that's where we're, we're, we do it. So we, we're not day traders. We're long-term investors uh, ourselves, our time, our energy, our capital. And that's what we do. We, we're here to build a great company with great brands. All right, Sandro, thanks for coming on. This was great. Uh, guys, to follow Sandro on Twitter, it's at Sandro Coney one uh, for the company, it's at Hempaco. Obviously, we all know the stock symbol is GGII on the OTC pink sheets. Uh, for anything else, 
revolving around them. And you can go to their website or follow Sandro, follow Jorge or the company on Twitter, like I just mentioned, at Jorge Olson, if you want to follow Jorge. Sandro, thanks for coming on. And the next time you guys have some news, definitely let's do this again. This was great. You got it. Thank you. Have a great night.